Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, how about that new little legal idea? I like that, huh? A little different twist. Yeah, we are the home of Super Bowl 58 right here, Team 980, and the Odyssey app via the great uh, people at Westwood One. Thanks to uh, them for uh, getting us Ross Tucker last, uh, was that Thursday? Yeah, we had Solomon Wilcots and Ross Tucker on Thursday, Jay Gruden and, uh, of course, Montez Ford and Bianca Belair on Friday. So we had a lot of guests like, you know, towards the end of uh, last week. We will see what happens uh, as we move forward here. I don't want to overdo it, but we've got some. I know Craig Carton's going to join us from uh, the Carton Show on FS1 at some point. I, don't, I forget what day that is. Uh, Maddie, you and I are going to have to coordinate some of this stuff. Uh, so, because uh, I'm getting hit up by some PR people and whatnot. Uh, that want to schedule some things, so I want to make sure that we don't overbook the show, uh, whatever. But we'll obviously have lots of Super Bowl 58 coverage. Craig's going to be there uh, in Vegas, uh, so uh, I'm sure you know we'll get him uh, aboard one of the days or maybe more than one of the days, uh, and we'll see what happens uh, from there. So um, let me just give you this before we get back to the calls, uh, because there's been a lot of confusion, like over the weekend, we found out after it was initially reported that Dan Quinn was coming in for his third interview. Uh, and, and again, I, 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 I did not spend a lot of time on this because I think this whole process is weird, right? There's a lot of things that go into this, logistics, scheduling, guys pulling out of interviews, what have you. And unless the team officially announces interviews we never really quite know for sure whether things hold up. Like, for instance, again, it was initially reported or interpreted, and this is some of the reporting has been an issue on this, uh, and I've asked around and nobody seems to really know and whatever. It was initially reported that the team has satisfied the Rooney rule. Now a lot of people say they haven't because some people think it's in person, some people think it's total, whatever. There's confusion. Some people think Dan Quinn, again, initially, when it first came out, I think on Friday, that Dan Quinn was coming in for his third interview. Apparently, no. He was supposed to meet with the commanders like about a week ago, maybe early last week. And apparently he did not. For whatever reason, logistics, I don't know. Maybe he was doing other interviews. They couldn't figure it out, work it out, whatever. Remember, there's a lot of moving pieces and a lot of moving parts to especially in-person interviews. So as it turns out, apparently, 
Tomorrow morning is Dan Quinn's second interview total with the Commanders. First in-person interview. Okay? Now, today, they are supposedly and reportedly, this is according to Ben Standig, and I've seen this by other people, so, I mean, I assume it to be true as they know it and as they're told it, because it's not like, you know, again, they're doing the travel arrangements here. Okay, so you are the victim of information that is told to you. Anthony Weaver, the defensive line coach and assistant head coach of the Ravens, and Mike McDonald, the defensive coordinator of the Baltimore Ravens, scheduled to meet in person, I believe in Baltimore, but I'm not 100% sure, with the commander's brass today. Now, Dan Quinn is expected to meet tomorrow morning here in Washington with the commander's brass before they then turn and fly to Detroit to interview Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson. Presumably, I mean, they'll have an early morning meeting with Quinn, two hours, an hour, hour and a half, whatever it is, hop on a private plane, Josh's private plane, I assume, be in Detroit by lunchtime, meet with, you know, Aaron Glenn at, I don't know, one one thirty. Hour, two hours, whatever it is. Meet with Ben Johnson at 4 o'clock. Hour, two hours, three hours, six hours, eight hours. However long it, it determines, you know, it takes to determine a contract. And, and then they can come home with their new head coach. I'm slightly teasing. But that could be the way it works out. Or, as I heard on the way in. I think Standig said this to Sheehan, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was on JP and B Mitch's show. I can't remember. Apparently, Ben Johnson is meeting with Seattle tonight. What happens if Seattle just knocks his socks off and blows his doors off and offers him $15 million a year, as was the rumor? By Josina Anderson a couple of years ago, a couple of weeks ago. Remember that? What happens? I mean, if you're Ben Johnson, do you sit around and say, wait for them, Seattle, to talk to Mike McDonald tomorrow, which they're scheduled apparently to do? Or do you accept that? Especially knowing that, hey, man, I got Geno Smith, veteran quarterback who's kind of had a career metamorphosis. I can work with him. I worked with golf. See what it did wonders. I don't need the number two overall pick. I've got DK Metcalf. I got Tyler Lockett. I've got two pretty good running backs in Kenneth Walker the third and Jack, Zach Charbonnet. I've got a, a spry defense with uh, Witherspoon uh, and 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 uh, and Trey Woolen on the back end. Um, you know, so on and so forth. I've got my first round pick. You know, I've, I've got money, but not as much money as the Commanders. But I've got a more stable operation. I mean, it's possible, right? Possible. So, just like it's possible, you know what? I just kind of thought about this. It's possible that Mike McDonald meets with the commanders tonight and he wows them to no end. And somehow, some way, they say, We got our guy. We don't want him to meet with the Seattle Seahawks. This is our guy. I mean, all of this is possible. All of this is possible, not likely, possible. And yet there are still people, and I I don't know what or who or what whatever they know and whatever they are, that are out there running around with their head cut off going, Ben Johnson is the only choice. 
Like I was arguing with a dude, go figure me, on arguing with somebody on Twitter from Locked On Titans this morning. Locked On Titans! And he's answered me a couple of times before when I've managed, you know, when I've said, hey, the commanders are going to meet with, you know, we, we don't know, you know, if it's a one person show or whatever. And he has just said over and over and over again and is willing to bet me anything that it'll be Ben Johnson and it's not even a debate. Now, I, I can't imagine he knows anything. Okay? Just because you do a Titans podcast doesn't mean you have sources. Maybe he knows the agent. I don't know. Okay? You know who also knows the agent? Me. Okay? For Ben Johnson. I worked with the agent. Okay? Long time ago. But I know the agent. And let me just explain this to you just so you know. Again. Ben Johnson is expected to meet with the Seattle Seahawks in person tonight in Detroit. If Ben Johnson was locked up already by the commanders and there was no other option, as so many of you have yelled at me about, why the hell is he meeting with the Seattle Seahawks first? And what happens if the Seahawks go, yeah, dude, we love you, man. We are, we are goo goo gaga over you, even more than Grant Paulson is. And they offer him again fifteen million dollars. How do you turn that down if you're Ben Johnson? You know, sit around and wait. You know, for them to fall in love with somebody else, for the Commanders to maybe, you know, take a couple of days to make a decision. No, you. I mean, you probably jump on that. Not, not for sure, but you probably jump on that. So again. I don't think you read anything overtly into it. I don't think you read anything like specifically that says, okay, because the commanders are meeting with Mike McDonald and Anthony Weaver today and not Aaron Glenn and, and Dane Quinn and Ben Johnson until tomorrow, that they prefer Mike McDonald and or Anthony Weaver. You don't read that into it. You don't read... That Dan Qu- uh, that Ben Johnson is more interested in Seattle than Washington just because he's meeting with them tonight. As it, they're scheduling and logistics here, people, it makes no difference that the Commanders are flying to Detroit and that Dan Quinn is flying here. Stop with that nonsense. That is just the most ridiculous, over the top, absurd take that I've ever heard. Well, sorry. I've heard a lot of absurd and ridiculous takes, spin, whatever. That's one of them. It might not be the most absurd because I hear a lot of bad stuff out there on a regular basis, pretty much every day. Maybe on my way home while sitting in traffic. But anyway. Anyway. What I will say is that there is a chance... It doesn't matter when they're meeting, and, and and maybe it does a little bit because what I'm about to say and connect the dots on is there is a chance, chance, that if, De- that if Seattle is so blown away by Ben Johnson tonight meeting him face-to-face that they make him an offer that he can't refuse and that he doesn't ultimately meet with Washington. Right? We saw an instance of this last week. When Brian Callahan went to 
Nashville, after meeting with them on Zoom initially, went to Nashville, and the Titans didn't let him out of the building. And he had other interviews scheduled. And he took the job. We heard, was it, um, was it Raheem? Maybe it was Dave Canales. I can't, one of the two new NFC South coaches had interviews scheduled beyond, and they were offered the head coaching job, and they took it. Whether it was because of money, whether it was because they were afraid not to get offered another, I, I don't know, but they took it. So that's the only reason why it is somewhat noteworthy that the Ra- the Ravens' two coaches, McDonald and Weaver, are meeting with Washington first before they meet with Quinn, Glenn, and Johnson tomorrow. And vice versa, that Ben Johnson, and I don't think Aaron Glenn is a contender in Seattle, but Ben Johnson is meeting with Seattle tonight ahead of Washington, and Wash and, and Seattle is meeting apparently with McDonald tomorrow. The only reason why that is somewhat significant is it because it gives you the opportunity to swing a big stick and to break the pinata open and to get your guy if that's how you choose to do it. Again, it is not important, and it should not be read as important, that Ben Johnson is meeting with Seattle first and Washington second. That's not important, not significant. It is not significant that Mike McDonald is meeting with Washington first and then Seattle second. It is travel, logistics, planning, coordination, so on and so forth. But again, the only element of that that is important is it does potentially give you the first opportunity to lock a guy in before he meets with somebody else. Again, if you think that's the, you know, I can't deny that that is a possibility. I can't deny that that is an element here. But I can say that how they meet with them, when they meet with them, showing love and and who's first and who's on top and who's this and who's that, that is totally and completely insignificant. It's just the reality. All right, let's get to uh, Lou is back with us, and then we'll get to... uh, Lap, who's also back with us, Cliff, as well. 301-230-0980. Lou, you got me now? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Yes, sir. What's going on? First, What's hold your... on. Let me get this off my chest. Yeah. Uh, I hate this Rooney rule, man. It's 2024. We shouldn't be going through this, man. Everybody should be equal, but it's pathetic, man. But it is what it is. Different day, different top uh, topic. Uh, but uh, as far as uh, what I wanted to say, so you're not. I'm as far as I'm hearing you, you're not blaming the coach yesterday for the loss, right? Uh, ben Johnson. You no, mean no, no, the, the, oh the Dan Campbell, Detroit. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, if he's the one that ordered the the code red, the run on third and goal from the the one, then yes, absolutely. I don't think he is, but I don't know that for sure. I don't blame him for the two. Fourth down conversions. I understand the criticism. I do not blame him at all in any way, shape, or form, considering that's their DNA. And I wouldn't trust that kicker either. But Chris, that that stuff sometimes it could cost you. And and why would you? As much as he preached, it takes a long time to get to where they at. True. And for him to 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 take that risk and take away, you know, these guys 
they work their butt off. Right. Well, let me let, like let me ask you them. let me ask you this, Lou. If he goes for either the forty-five yarder or the forty-seven yarder, and he misses, misses both, misses one, whatever, what's the criticism right. of Dan Campbell at that point? Uh, hey, at least he's trying to kick a field goal, Chris. When you up by fourteen, and you telling me you want to go fourth and two, this is. This is a playoff, man. You win or you go home. Chris. No, I understand that, and that's and that's his mentality. But, but man, forget all that mentality, man. He's he's not playing the game, Lou. How is he that not how is that not his mentality to kick somebody's ass when their their ass is ripe to get kicked? He cost them the game. Why did he not? Because it didn't work. Field goal. It didn't work. It was a bad. It was an off throw and a drop by the kid. It's not because it was a bad decision. Chris, what, uh, on the Chris, first one, on is, the first one, the second one was a bad play, bad execution, bad everything. No, I just, to me in general, Chris, if I was the owner of the team, I would have warned them and say, look, man, all that aggression, you know, it's cool in the regular season, but it's playoff time. Man. It's win or go home. You can't be taking right. these type of risks. Man. But, That's Lou, just but Lou, how is it not a risk to kick a 45-yarder outdoor with a guy who you've cut three times already, twice already? And then you should have get somebody else on the well, roster. Well, I mean, I mean, how many good, how many, how many great place kickers on, are there? Chris, you telling me you can't? You need to, there are a dime a dozen, on, Lou. I mean, they, I, I, none I of them can be you. trusted. None of them, Listen, including Sly. You need a professional, man. You get Lou, to pay. Lou, has a uh, field goal kicker ever missed an extra point? Yes, they do. Okay, that's a thirty-five-yard kick. Okay, all right. Let's say he missed a field goal. Okay, let's say he missed a field goal. You still up by fourteen, Chris? Okay. All they got to do is they're stop still them. up by fourteen with missing the fourth down. It took, exactly. They still up, but it took a circuit. You- it took a circus play and a lot of good fortune and some good luck for Ayuk to come down with that after it going off the face mask of the defensive back. I mean, you know, it counts for fifty-one yards, and everybody's like, "Oh, uh, look at that." Uh, you know, uh, see, uh, Dan Campbell, uh, whatever. I mean, it took a circus play for that to happen, to, for yeah, them I to just, score the I first just, touchdown. Chris, my point is, you know, that aggression things, you know, it's cool in the regular season, but yesterday he overdid it. That, and, that's and that's fair. That, that's reasonable. I, 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 I would say that's reasonable. I would, I would again, defend it as I have. Let me ask you this. Where, where, where are you on Jameer Gibbs fumbling at the 25-yard line? I, I don't hear any criticism of him. No, but Chris, that's just uh, – look, man. You know what that is, Lou? I'll game. tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. No, no, Chris, I'm going to tell you what it is, Lou. You ain't going to want to hear it. You hate coaches. No, it's not, Chris. No, Lou, I love – look. I, you hate coaches. I love the coach. I love the coach. I love the great, like the, the way he does, you know, the way he go about these fourth down. I love that. He's the best at it. But yesterday, this is a one game. Uh, it's either you're going to win or lose and you're going to go home. And he take that risk. And, and these guys work their butt off, man. When you are by 14, just kick a field goal. If you miss it, it's okay. You still have a chance. It's not like it was a guarantee that San Francisco was going to come back and win the game. Anything could have happened. So he took that risk, and, and I felt like the players kind of, I don't know, man. It was just a bad move by not kicking that field goal in that fourth and two inside uh, in the second half. It was just bad, and, and that might be the, 
the game uh, a change of moment for them. I think it's just bad, man. Okay. I would have warned that guy not not to go for fourth down, and right. especially. I mean, uh, I mean, listen. If you want to trust Michael Badgley over uh, Jared Goff, and I'm on, I'm on Ross St. Brown and Jameer Gibbs and and Boy Wonder Ben Johnson. I mean, that's you know that. I mean, that's your preference. I, you know, again, you have every right to have that preference. I think you're skewed because you hate coaches. Uh, but you no, know, no, um, no, don't, don't. Don't, don't, don't say that about me, Chris. I just you, speak the truth, you, man. Oh, the truth. yeah, like I, I speak, speak the, the truth, truth and I get criticized nah, for speaking man. the truth. You be sugar, you sugarcoat everything, Chris. You know <laughs> sugarcoat that, man. Sugarcoat everything. Hey, man, you got, All right. you got other callers. I appreciate okay. you having me on, man. All right, thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll get to Cliff and Lap uh, in a second. Indeed, Ben Johnson is, according to multiple reports, Uh, As we mentioned, meeting with the Seahawks tonight before they then meet with uh, Mike McDonald, uh, the Ravens defensive coordinator, on Tuesday. So I just want to make sure that, you know, we're all in accordance here. Seahawks have had multiple interviews with Dan Quinn, Jairo Evero, the uh, Panthers defensive coordinator, uh, Patrick Graham, the uh, uh, Raiders defensive coordinator, and Mike Kafka, the Giants offensive coordinator as well. They don't, they're not in on Anthony Weaver. Uh, they're not in on Bobby Slowick Jr. I, you know, every team does something a little bit different, man. Hard to figure all this stuff out. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Good stop by Ovechkin as the Stars had tried to clear. He'll feed Strom into the right circle. At the dot. Strom low and a whiff from Oshie. Back to Ovechkin. He scores! Alex Ovechkin from high in the slot picks up his ninth goal of the season and the Capitals are back within one. It's four to three. It's a six on four power play goal for Ovechkin. It's been a while. He gets on the sheet for the first time since January 2nd in Pittsburgh. 
Goal number nine beats Ottinger. And now it's a one-goal game. And what is that? 831, I believe, on his career. Yep, indeed. That gives me the thumbs up. As you heard, John Walton Saturday of 1067, the fan in the Caps Radio Network and Odyssey as the Caps furiously came back. They got another one after that to tie it up, get a much-needed point. They really needed two points. They lost in overtime, whatever. Now go into a long break, but Alex Ovechkin finally gets off the schneid. Now, he didn't play in a couple of games, so, I mean, as you heard John mention, uh, January 2nd to January 27th is a long time. He didn't play in four of those games. I thought it was four or three. I can't remember. It was three or four. I know it was three at least. Maybe it was four. Uh, but uh, Alex Ovechkin's 831st goal and number nine on the season is presented by our friends at Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local, put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. And here's how good the people at M Street Bank are to us. They're sponsoring this Friday night. Team 980 versus 106.7 The Fan Live. It's all on stage, off air, and uncensored. As your favorite radio hosts and even some of your non-favorite radio hosts <laughs> are going to be there on stage. Again, completely uncensored, so you never know what's going to be said and what's going to happen. Uh, we'll be up there discussing uh, with Jonathan Allen of the Washington Commanders. We're going to be discussing who the next Commanders head coach is. We should have an answer by then. Not definite, but we should. As well, who will win Super Bowl 58 and much, much more. Lots of skits and bits. The Junks, Kevin Sheehan, Craig Hoffman, the guys from Bit Season, JP and B. Mitch, they will all be there. And again, you can get your tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com. That's BethesdaTheater.com. Just a couple remaining. I don't know if there's going to be any available at the door. So if you're thinking about coming, get them now before they sell out because I'm not sure if they're going to be available at the door. Um, uh, quite honestly, I don't have that information. And again, it's uh, presented by Main Street Bank. It's your local bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. All right, caps off until, again, next Tuesday, all-star game this weekend, whatever. Um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, it's fine. I mean, it'll be entertaining for skills and all that stuff, but uh, these all-star games all suck. They're all boring. They're all terrible. Um, I, I just can't get worked up over any of them. Uh, the Pro Bowl games are coming up. <laughs> Flag football, please. I, no thanks, no chance, no way. Alright, let's uh, let's do this. Tell you what. Uh, let's hit the uh, trending alert here and then we will have a full segment to take your final phone calls. I see Lapcliffe and Sean up there. We'll get to all three of them, uh, but we'll close it off after that. Let's do the trending alert right here, right now, uh, and uh, let's um, let's hit the let's hit it right here and uh, right now, as we just keep saying. I just couldn't speak. <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. Super Bowl Fifty Eight is now set. Of course, again, you can hear it right here on the Team Nine Eighty and the Odyssey app via Westwood One. It is in Las Vegas, the Kansas City Chiefs again against the San Francisco Forty ers again. Now, Kadarius Tony did not play in the AFC Championship. He didn't play last week either. Uh, and there was uh, personal reasons, and there was an injury, and then Kadarius Tony. Well, he kind of blasted. The Kansas City Chiefs 
on social media on Sunday saying, quote, I'm not hurt. Quote, none of that. Apparently, he had a child on Saturday night. There's all sorts of things. Andy Reid today said, quote, he's been on the injury report, so that part is not made up by any means, end quote. I don't know about you, but I think I was right on Saturday when I said, man, this smells fishy. Man, this smells fishy about Kadarius Tony. He was a big part of the Chiefs' Super Bowl win last year. Meanwhile, the Wizards back in action tonight. In San Antonio against Victor Wembenyana and the San Antonio Spurs, 8 o'clock tip, 7.45 pregame right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, over on the fan, it's Virginia Tech and Duke in college hoops. That coverage starts at 6.30, and that's what's trending. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, got about uh, 10 minutes for calls and then dum-dum of the day. Craig Hoffman coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Again, Doc Walker expected to join us for the whole boondoggle of a three-hour radio showgram. So let's get back to it on this Motown Monday. Uh, Let's get to uh, Lap, who was with us earlier, but we couldn't hear him. Uh, Lappy, I think we got you now. How are you, pal? Hey, what's up, Rooster? What's up, Lap? Hey, man, that was so good, man. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yep. Shout out to Lou, man. That's my guy. Hey, uh, Lou is a crazy, Lou that, is a crazy, crazy, crazy dude, isn't he? <laughs> no, he, he I'm just cool, teasing. Man. He, he's straightforward, man. I'm you just know. teasing. Don't 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 give him a hard time like you be doing, Paulie, man, man, Paulie. Don't be doing that, Rooster. Come on, now. Uh, I, listen, I, I've man. I've got to mess around with you guys to some degree. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's all good. Yeah, those were some wild games, man. I was disappointed with the Ravens, um, but low key, I'm kind of happy for Mahomes. I actually kind of want him to win for real. Even though I'm a Kyle Shanahan fan, I just don't want the 49ers to get another ring. Like, certain teams, I just don't want to want to win again. <laughs> That's like 49ers, right. Patriots, Pittsburgh. Cowboys. I got enough Super Bowls, man. Somebody else need to get some. Well, I, I mean, and listen, I would, say, I, I would only say this. Too. The 49ers haven't won. When was the last time they won a Super Bowl? Was it, uh, was it like Super Bowl 20? Nine was it with Steve I Young? Don't, I don't ninety four. I want to say I mean, when you when you go against the overall total, man, it don't matter. Somebody else, it's, it's so many times. I think it's like eleven or thirteen teams that's never won or been or it, uh, some of that hasn't been to the people. So I would like to see somebody else um, win it. Yeah. I mean, it was ninety four. Was the last the last time they won it? We still got three Super Bowls. Yeah. So. You know, we we can always hang our head on that, but I know our fans really is itching to try to get some sense of Super Bowl era again in this area. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this, Rooster. Is any of those hot shot 
uh, coach and candidate, are they have any of them won Super Bowls? Uh, you mean the assistants that are interviewing with the commanders? Yeah, the one. No. Yeah, the one for Seattle. Nope. The, the, uh, well, Mc- he's uh, he's the defense coordinator for uh, the Ravens, correct? Yeah, yeah. Mc- McDonald has yeah. not has has not. Weaver has not. Ben Johnson has not. Aaron Glenn has not. And uh, who's the fifth one that? I, oh, Dan. Qu- oh, well, I, I mean, Dan Quinn Dan has been. Dan Quinn has been to a Super. Uh, you know what? Did he win a? Uh, he won a Super. Oh, I'm sorry, Dan. Bowl, right? Dan Quinn, I think, won Bowl. the Super Bowl as the defensive coordinator of the Seahawks when they smashed Peyton Manning and the Broncos in New York. Oh, okay. I, I'm pretty okay. sure. So I, I'm who, almost positive so Dan Quinn want? was was the defense. I have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure he was. Okay, so who do you want, Rooster, out of those guys or any of those guys on your radar? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I've been here. Yeah, as, as, as we've discussed, I mean, I mean, I've, and, um, I've said this. Raheem Morris was my number one candidate, was my number one guy, because yeah. I value experience, personality, leadership, structure, all of yeah. that. Uh, Raheem's really smart, all of that. He's now in Atlanta, okay? So number two on my list was was Mike McDonald. This was last week when we last did a list. Ranking was number two on my list, even though, again, I prefer experience I think the world of McDonald and what he's done with, I don't think top shelf talent in Baltimore. Uh, I I think scheme yeah. and 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 the way they've deployed the what I've seen, uh, the way they've deployed their guys, the way they're creative, all of that. I was a little bit disappointed with them in the first half yesterday, but then I also have to acknowledge it's Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Um, but I would say I haven't really changed my list. I would say McDonald. First, now, I would say Ben Johnson, number two, who I originally had at number three, and Dan Quinn at number three, who I originally had at number four. And I like Quinn a lot more than anybody else because I'm not overreactionary to one game and to the word recycled or retread or whatever, which so many people are. And and that's just me, and uh, I'm going to disagree and, and butt heads with, with people Cowboys, about that. Right? Huh? He's currently with the Cowboys, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yep. All right. All right. I appreciate you. Yeah. All right, bro. Thank you. I appreciate you. Got to move along so we can get to uh, Cliff in D.C. What's up, Cliff? How are you? Yeah, you keep on messing with Lou, man. Lou going to jump you. And then if you got some ammunition against us, we're going to get Paulie to join in. Wait a second. So now you're – now, wait wait a second. It's you, it's Lap – hang on, hang on. It's Lap, Cliff, Lou, and Paulie. Now all four of you are going to take me out and chop me down at the knees? Is that what the deal is? No. I was messing with you. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Shouldn't we be looking at Ben Johnson a little bit side-eyed after what happened in the second half yesterday? Of course. But it wasn't, wasn't just about yesterday. I've been saying that all along. No, but he was the one calling the play. Yes. And and like you were saying, that, um, that coach didn't trust the kicker. I understand they didn't trust that kicker, but the great – Armand Ross St. Brown also dropped the pass too in that on on, on that drive, and for Baltimore, they just got totally outplayed. Cause I heard the announcer um, on the game yesterday saying that Baltimore, they came into the game trying to bully the Chiefs, but it looked like they got bullied. They weren't the bullies; they were the bully. Um, they were the bullyers. Well, I mean, well, they were well the bull- yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, right? Kansas City came out in three tight end packages and and beat them on the edges, and Baltimore was like, no, we don't need to run. We're not that interested in running the ball. We're just going to let Lamar just sit back there and pick them apart, and Spags came after him, and obviously, you know, uh, when you don't have balance in an offense, it's really hard to produce. Yeah, and uh, it's something that Jonesy said last week. Don't bet against Patrick Mahomes, and I see why you don't bet against Mahomes. And hope um, I'm glad these uh, championship games are over with, and it's down to the Super Bowl now. So, like you said, either tomorrow, Wednesday, no later than Thursday, Washington should have a new head coach. And I hope the head coach comes in ready to work and not delay until next week to come in and all that stuff. And I'll sit back and listen. All right. Thank you, Cliff. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think probably by Friday night at the event at Bethesda Theater, Get your tickets at BethesdaTheater.com. Get them now. Again, not sure if tickets will be available at the door, so get them now if you want to go. We should have a head coach or at least a, you know, whether it's official or not, we should have like Shefty and Rappaport and then all the locals saying source confirms, source confirms, fill in the blank. Probably Ben Johnson, but not a definite as commander's head coach. Let's get to our buddy Sean in Cincinnati, Ohio. Sean, I, I saw your uh, your tweet. I appreciate, A, the support and the love, uh, as always, and sorry uh, that you're not feeling good. Um, you know, all I can say is everyone is sick uh, at this time of the year, some more worse than others, man. Just hang in there, and uh, hopefully school's not treating you too bad. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Yeah, no, it's, I'll, be, I'll be okay. I, I, I'm already feeling better. Yesterday was the worst of it, um, but I will be – I don't think I'm able to go to the Xavier St. John's game on Wednesday, so that's too mm. bad. But well, St. John's uh, a little a, bit on a on a heater, man. Uh, I I don't yeah. I don't watch a lot of college hoops, but St. John's has been you know I, I think even better than people expected under Rick Pitino, and people oh, yeah. you know were expecting good things. Uh, I mean, they I, again I don't watch a ton of college hoops, but um, you know yeah. St. John's looks like the real deal so far. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to sing their praises. So, but it, it, that's, they do look they do look good. That's all I'm going right. to say about them. Right. But uh, yeah, so I just wanted to call, give my two cents real quick. I I thought I can understand both sides of the Lions' argument whether they should have kicked or go for it. I feel like like I understand the argument that Badgley wasn't the most um, like the biggest kicker you could trust, or he wasn't the best kicker, or he, excuse me, not the best kicker. And you can't trot him out there and have 100%, excuse me, 100% confidence like you could with um, someone. I'm not going to say Justin Tucker because he's the, I think he's the best of all, one of the best of all times. Mark Mosley, I'm not going to say anyone better than him, even though I was not even close to being around to witness his greatness. Um, but I, 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 I can get both sides. I think a one-size-fits-all approach doesn't really work. If I was Dan, I probably would have kicked it the second time, uh, maybe even the first time because I – I understand the first time more, but after he didn't get it once, I probably would have uh, kicked it that second time. But who knows? It was a great game. I It was probably my favorite game of the pl- uh, playoffs so far, so I was just glad it was a good game. Then, uh, quickly, last thing I wanted to say about the uh, coaching carousel right now. Um, it's, it's funny to see because I've been hearing Adam Schefter is putting out – he was on the McAfee show today, I think, and he was saying about how he – Everyone thinks that uh, Ben Johnson to the Commanders and Dan Quinn to the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he was saying. Is a he wouldn't be surprised if like one or both didn't happen. And I, I 
I obviously I'm not going to discount Schefter. He always seems to have the inside word, but a lot of people are thinking that maybe he doesn't have his sources in Ashland anymore, which I kind of seem think it's hard to believe because it's Adam Schefter, but who knows? Basically at this point, I don't really care who it is. Um, I'm just excited and looking forward to it. And Chris, I just want to leave you with a question that I've been kind of thinking about because I haven't heard anything from him specifically, but I mean, this Chiefs defense has been pretty, pretty dang good all year, especially in the postseason. I mean, their blitz is just, the blitz packages just seem to disrupt even the best quarterbacks. And so my thing is, I know he's on the older side. I know he's been a head coach before, but I've been kind of surprised that I haven't heard any rumors of Steve Spagnola uh, being in the head coaching carousel. Cause I know maybe he doesn't want to anymore, but I was just curious what your take on that was. Uh, thanks, it, Chris. Have a great day. I, I love you, man. Uh, and, and hope you feel better. And it's so funny that you mentioned that because literally as you were speaking, I had already started tweeting out uh, a, a, a strongly worded tweet for what I think is the real problem with Steve Spagnuolo and why he has not even, to my knowledge, gotten one interview in this cycle. Uh, and I'm just going to put it out right now, but it's a great point. Uh, Sean, I, I think it's because, uh, again, and I fight hard against this, it's retread disease. So yeah. many people are afraid if somebody has failed, and I think Spags had one full-time head coaching job with the Rams and I think one interim, I want to say. Um, yeah. But I, I think that's I, I think that's what it is. I, I think people are paranoid over this retreadism uh, and and I think that's it's it's a horrible shame. He has not, to my knowledge, had one single interview at all. Period. And it's not like he was, you know, just got good this year. But that Kansas City defense yeah. has gotten better and better and better and better and better and better um, over the last couple of years. And now they are arguably more dominant than their offense. And they shut down yeah, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens yesterday. Uh, appreciate you, man. Feel better. Uh, hope you're okay. Uh, good call out of Sean in uh, can, uh, well, not Connecticut. Um, you know, uh, in Ohio, in Cincinnati, originally from Connecticut. All right, coming up, dumb dumb of the day, Maddie. I, I forgot which way we're going with this. I, I know we had a couple of contenders, so I'll let it be a surprise. We'll wrap up the show. You never know where this show is going to go. Sometimes we go on the yellow brick road. Sometimes we go on a long windy path. Sometimes we're all over the place. Sometimes it's real buttoned up. You never know what you're going to get. Like Forrest Gump used to say, you never know what you're going to get. Which is funny because we're both wearing button-ups today, actually. Oh, there you go. Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, before we get to Dumb Dumb of the Day, we do have some injury news, and it's not good for the Kansas City Chiefs. Charles Amenehu, one of their uh, real good uh, young uh, defensive linemen that, you know, kind of like nobody knows about and just, you know, part of it, seven sacks this year in 11 games, uh, you know, had some injuries uh, and whatnot, had a strip sack of Lamar uh, yesterday. Unfortunately, I mean, many of you might remember he came up uh, hobbled. He kind of like planted, you know, he kind of almost leap-stepped, hop-stepped, uh, into a play, I think, strung out to his right, the offense's left. Well, he tore his ACL on that particular play. It didn't look great when it happened. Um, 
But uh, he tore his ACL, according to Jordan Schultz and now others, and obviously he will miss the Super Bowl. So that is a big loss for the Kansas City Chiefs, especially if they don't get Derek Nottie back, who has missed the last two playoff games that they've won, by the way. Uh, another part of the reason why they should have ran, you know, anyway, we can talk about all this stuff. But Amenehu out for the Super Bowl, uh, seven sacks, again, going to be tough to replace, uh, especially if Nadi doesn't come back, especially if they have other injuries. Uh, and again, they won that game without um, without Willie Gay, without Nadi, without uh, Joe Tooney. I mean, I'm still blown away how Kansas City uh, won that game. I, I undersold them significantly. All right, it is time. It is time. You know, Valentine's Day is almost here. <clears throat> you might want to consider a purchase of this. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. So, Maddie found this. Reese's, which is the best candy company in the world, right? I mean, there's nothing better than chocolate and peanut butter, especially a chocolate peanut butter cup. Well, Reese's has come out with a new product called the Reese's Peanut Butter Pink Hearts. And, uh, well, it's shaped like a pink heart. Not really. It kind of is, if you look at it in a certain way. If you squint hard enough. However, if you turn it upside down, and you especially look... Now, I I don't have the product in front of me, so I'm relying on social media pictures and from the New York Post. Users, Reddit, Facebook, what have you, that apparently had the product Noticed an interesting trend, an interesting design, an interesting novelty about the Reese's Peanut Butter Pink Heart product. If you take the pink peanut butter stuffed candy, the hearts, and turn it upside down, well, it kind of looks like a man's private parts. I've been turned on ever since. Sorry, Linnell. I'm not trying to do that to you. But not private parts as in, like, uh, how can I say this? As in, um, you know. Looks like the punching bag part. Exactly. The part that you don't want to get kicked in. Yes. Uh, the the paraphernalia. The family jewels, as some might call it. I mean, and who am I to say... That it doesn't look like that in some way, shape, or form. So, men, if you're thinking about getting your lady a Reese's Peanut Butter Pink Hearts candy as part of your Valentine's Day presentation, if she turns it around, she might think that you're trying to send her a very strong message. And she might kick you in said proverbial ungeons. Congratulations, you're Chris's Dumb Dumb of the Day. Now, I don't know if this is that dumb for Reese's. I'm sure they did not there was, think about this. I think there's something wrong with the moles because I got to be honest, that heart, I mean, I understand why people are saying it because it is too long. Right. And the separation it's not for the like best the heart. heart part yeah, it's not is the best heart. very small at the bottom. 
It's not the best heart. I, w- I would grant you that. It's I mean, a saggy I, heart or something else. I think it looks more like a heart than you do. Wait, what did you say? It's either a saggy heart or something else. Uh, it could be saggy something else, yes. It could be that. Anyway, I'll put it up on uh, Twitter and X so you can see it in case you uh, don't want to find the story. Thanks to Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. Thanks to you. I'm off to argue with people. <sighs> I'm right. They're all wrong. Go Wizards tonight in San Antonio right here on the Team 980. Craig Hoffman up next. Adios. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.